Hello, so it's Friday the 18th of October. I'm joined by Derek Mann, Director of Policy and Public Affairs at the RCSRT. I'm going to ask him a few questions about what's been going on. So Derek, what have been the big issues taking up your time this week? Well, I'm aware that this podcast won't be going out for a few days and top of the list has obviously been Brexit, uh, but who knows where we'll be um, as a country and as a Royal College by the time you listen to the podcast. It would be helpful, though, I think, just to say that the kind of issues that we're keeping an eye on in respect to Brexit, whenever it happens, if it happens, in whatever form it happens. Um, The first is related to medicines and medical supplies, uh, where we've been involved in discussions all along, particularly around maintaining the supply of dysphagia products. And we are trying to make sure that all relevant dysphagia products, where the supply chain may be affected, are on the lists of products which will still get into the UK. There's a second issue that relates to food in hospitals. Mm -hmm. It's a bit less clear. And again, that can have some implications in respect of texture modification. Thirdly, is the thing that many people are most concerned about is the future workforce of the NHS in particular. Now, you'll be aware as listeners that Speech and language therapists can only practice if they have a given language, given level of language, mm-hmm. um, you know, native English competence effectively. So we are less affected by freedom of movement issues. But nevertheless, many of the multidisciplinary teams and the organisations in which speech therapists work will be affected. And lastly, there may be some local factors to do with road disruption, for example, in Kent, potentially also in Northern Ireland. So those are the areas we're looking at in terms of Brexit. The other things that have happened this week, uh, the Queen's speech happened in Parliament. Current government set out its stall, as it were. They proposed in the Queen's speech a new agency in respect of patient safety for whistleblowers. Um, There's also something to make, they would say, to make research easier after Brexit. There's some query about the standards that might be involved in research. But tucked away in that bill is something to extend prescribing rights to a wider range of professions. And again, that's potentially relevant to speech and language therapists. Um, There's also a new violent crime bill in there and some inconclusive statements about the the vexed issue of funding social care. And the last big ticket issue this week is that we've put in our response to the Green Paper on prevention. You may recall that just before Theresa May stood down, there was a discussion about the so-called sugar tax and whether Boris Johnson would want to continue with that. That's wrapped up in what's called a green paper. The heading of it is prevention, and obviously we had a lot to say, both about the SLT role in public health, but also the speech therapy role in supporting people with communication need to receive and make choices around alcohol, tobacco, diet, lifestyle. So those would be my big three for this week. You mentioned green paper. What exactly is a green paper? Okay, there's a process which leads to a piece of legislation, a law being passed by the UK Parliament. There were different processes in the three nations. Immediately before uh, the law being introduced as a bill to Parliament, when it passes Parliament, it becomes an act. When it's presented to Parliament, it's a bill. Immediately before that, you have what's called a white paper. And the white paper is the government setting out its intentions for what will be in the legislation. Even before that, you have what's called a green paper, And the Green Paper is effectively a discussion starter. And it's the government saying, we're thinking about bringing forward a law in this area. What do you think? What's even more fun in the context of the European Union is that you have papers that are actually called non-papers. 
even though they are papers. But we don't have that at Westminster. Okay, thank you. That's fascinating. Okay, um, and what's going on in public affairs and policy that members need to know about? Um, interesting. This often goes by nation, um, and I'll mention a couple of things from England and one thing from Northern Ireland this week, if I may. Um, but if you have me back, I'll make sure that all four nations get a get a fair airing. Uh, so, in England in particular, apprenticeships remains very live. The path is now clear for universities and employers to provide degree level apprenticeships, and that's something that will be developing over the next year or two. For a university to offer an apprenticeship course, there'll need to be a critical mass. So it may be that health employers in an area need to get together and think about whether they want to do this. And we've got all the guidance that you might need to to help you with those decisions. The second thing in England is the ongoing issue of NHS structural reform, which I think has always gone on and will go on forever. Um, In particular, the latest thing is the move from what have been called sustainability and transformation partnerships, I think was the, the latest P, to what have been called integrated care systems. There'll be 44 across England. Their initial plans are due in November. And in respect of children and young people, in respect of mental health, in respect of a range of areas, we're poised as a team to read and dissect those 44 draft plans when they land in November. The third thing I would just mention in the context of Northern Ireland is the cancer strategy is the big issue there. So a stroke strategy was looked at over the summer. Now, Northern Ireland, even though it doesn't have a government, something the rest of us may have to get used to, is moving on now to a Northern Ireland cancer strategy, and we're heavily involved in work around that. Fantastic, thank you. Um, And is there anything else you'd like to tell us about? I think it's been an interesting week in terms of social media, where a lot of the work we do is around awareness and particularly being supportive to our service user partners so just this week we've had mental health awareness we've had ahp's day which was interesting dld awareness day and coming up next week but may already have happened by the time people hear this stammering awareness so around all of those we've had a range of social media we've done little videos we've coincided uh, our own announcements to to go alongside that the other thing which cuts across everything not just public affairs, is probably the ongoing preparation for the 75th anniversary. Those people who were at conference will have heard a little bit about this, but as we move now towards the 75th anniversary year in 2020, we're going to be ramping up both the offer and the use we're making of our SSLT 75th anniversary and what we do. Fantastic, thank you ever so much.